Hello family of Grace, welcome to another episode of Daily Grace with Alan Wanda Edition and today we're going to look at Genesis chapter 19, the continuation of the story of Sodom and Gomorrah and as usual let's start off with a word of prayer. Oh, my love, God, I want to thank you for this wonderful day, I want to thank you for the gift of life. I want to thank you for the gift of provision. I want to thank you for the gift of everything. Father, may you forgive us. We have gone wrong in our thoughts, in our actions, in our minds, what you have done and what you have failed to do, Almighty Father. May you forgive us and may you bless us. We're going to bless in the works of our hands. We put our plans and all our aspirations into your hands. All those who are sick, Father, all those not feeling fine, that may you heal them. May you console all of us and may you continue being with us. We pray all this believing and trusting in your mighty name and that of your Son, Jesus Christ, who strengthens us. Amen. So, we're going to continue with the story of Sodom and Gomorrah, Genesis chapter 19. Sodom and Gomorrah destroyed. The two angels arrived at Sodom in the evening and Lot was sitting in the gateway of the city. When he saw them, he got up to meet them and bowed down with his face to the ground. My lords, he said, please turn aside to your servant's house. You can wash your feet and spend the night, then go your way early in the morning. No, they answered, we will spend the night in the square. But he insisted so strongly that they did go with him and entered his house. He prepared a meal for them, baking bread without yeast, and they ate. Before they had gone to bed, all the women, all the men from every part of the city of Sodom, both young and old, surrounded the house. They called to Lot, "Where are the men who came to you? Who came to you tonight? Bring them out to us so that we can have sex with them." Lot went outside to meet them, and shut the door behind him, and said. No, my friends, don't do this wicked thing. Look, I have two daughters who have never slept with a man. Let me bring them out to you, and you can do what you like with them. But do not do anything to these men, for they have come under the protection of my roof. Get out of our way, they replied. This fellow came here as a foreigner, and now he wants to play the judge? will treat you worse than them. They kept bringing pressure on Lot and moved forward to break down the door. But the men inside reached out and pulled Lot back into the house and shut the door. Then they struck the men who were at the door of the house, young and old, with blindness, so that they could not find the door. These two men said to Lot, Do you have anyone else here? sons-in-laws, sons or daughters, or anyone else in the city who belongs to you. Get them out of here, because we are going to destroy this place. The outcry to the Lord against his people, against its people, is so great that he has sent us to destroy it. So Lot went out and spoke to his sons-in-law, who were pledged to marry his sons. He said, Hurry and get out of this place, because the Lord is about to destroy the city. But his sons-in-law thought he was joking. With the coming of dawn, the angels urged Lord, saying, Hurry, take your wife and your daughters who are here, or you will be swept away when the city is punished. When he hesitated, the man grasped his hand. 
and hands of his wife and his two daughters and led them safely out of the city for the Lord was merciful to them. As soon as they had put them out, one of them said, flee for your lives. Don't look back and don't stop anywhere in the plain. Flee to the mountains or you'll be swept away. But Lord said, No, my lords, please. Your servant has found favor in your eyes, and you have shown great kindness to me in sparing my life. But I can't flee to the mountains. This disaster will overtake me, and I will die. Look, here is a town near enough to run to, and it's small. Let me flee to it. It's very small, isn't it? Then my life will be spared. He said to him, Very well. I will grant this request too. I will not overthrow the town you speak of, but flee there quickly because I cannot do anything until you reach it. That's why the town is called Zohar. By the time Lot reached Zohar, the sun had risen over the land. Then the Lord rained down burning sulfur on Sodom and Gomorrah from the Lord out of the heavens. Thus he overthrew the cities and the entire plain, destroying all the all those living in the cities, and also the vegetation in the land. But Lot's wife looked back, and she became a pillar of salt. Early that morning, Abraham got up and returned to the place where he had stood before the Lord. He looked down towards Sodom and Gomorrah, and all and towards all the land of the plain, and he saw dense smoke rising from the land, like smoke from a furnace. So when God destroyed the cities of a plain, he remembered Abraham and he brought Lot out of the catastrophe that overthrew the cities where Lot had lived. Lot and his daughters. Lot and his two daughters left Zohar and settled in the mountains for he was afraid to stay in Zohar. He and his two daughters lived in a cave. One day the elder daughter said to the younger, Our father is old. And there's no man around here to give us children. As in the custom all over the earth, let's get our father to drink wine and then sleep with him and preserve our family line through our father. That night they got their father to drink wine and the older daughter went in and slept with him. He was not aware of it when she lay down or when she got up. The next day, the older daughter said to the younger, Last night I slept with my father. Let's get him to drink wine again tonight. And you go in and sleep with him so that we can preserve our family line through our father. So they got their father to drink wine that night also. And the younger daughter went in and slept with him. Again, he was not aware of it when she laid down or when she got up. So both of Lot's daughters became pregnant by their father. The older daughter had a son and named him Moab. He is the father of the Moabites of today. And the younger daughter had a son, and he named him Ben-Ami. He's a father of the Ammonites of today. Well, that brings an end to Genesis chapter 19. Well, it's basically also in two parts. Today we learned about mainly the story of Sodom and Gomorrah being destroyed and why the Lord destroyed it. So let's get straight to the point. What do I learn? What did I what message did I get from today's wonder chapter?
I want us to first go to verse 3. Yeah? Verse 3. What does verse 3 say? But he insisted so strong that they did go with him and entered his house. He prepared a meal for them, baking bread without yeast, and they ate. He insisted so strong. Like that's like the, the message I want you to hear today. He insisted so strong. Today it shows us that if we insist, if we tell the Lord what's on our minds, he's willing to listen. And we had the best example from Lord today that if we be persistent enough in our prayers that the Lord is willing to give in, that the Lord, as like as I already told you in this series, the Lord is willing to listen. Because at first he had refused. He had said, no, you're going to sleep in the square. But what does Lord do? Lord bargains and bargains and bargains. He's insistent. And the Bible tells us he insisted so strongly. They didn't say he insisted strongly. So strongly. But some of us just there one day to, mm -mm. if it's God's will, it, it will be done. Just, just the two, and we can't. Today, a paper is telling us to be insist. I don't know, is it be insistent? Keep on praying for what you want, and God will give you. Simple as that. That's a moral for today's story. The Lord will give you what you want. Keep on asking. Don't give up easily. And when we go to verse 8, Look, I have two daughters who have never slept with a man. Let me bring them out to you, and you can do whatever you like with them. But do not do anything to these men, for they have come under the protection of my roof. So now here we see the men of Solomon Gomorrah coming to Lot's house, wanting to sodomize his visitors. And what does Lot do? Lot stands his ground. Lot says, no, if you want to reach through this man, you have to go through me first. Are you seeing the kind of things Lot is facing? Now he has to face a big mob. Why? Because he's doing the right thing. And what does this message tell us today? That along our Christian journey, that along our journey of Christianity, we are going to face bad days. We are going to face tough days. But the most important thing is to always stand strong in what you believe. Is to always stand strong in what you believe, period. 
The Bible is telling us it won't be easy. We shall face opposition. Lord reaches a point of willing to give his two daughters to satisfy the needs of his two men. Like the question is, how much are you willing to sacrifice for the kingdom? Amen? How much are you willing to sacrifice for the sake of the kingdom? Now, I'm not going to say, I'm not saying you're going to start opening your legs. No. Just sit down. It's you who knows your life best. The things that keep you from the glory of his kingdom, cut them off. New Year started and some people started threatening that they would cut off some people. Well, let me, I'm telling you also, cut those things off. Block them. Uninstall, uh, uninstall them. Delete their numbers. All those things that block you from receiving the full glory of the kingdom. And sometimes it may not be easy. It may not be easier to, because there may be things that we treasure a lot. Just imagine how Lord treasured his daughters. And so what happens in the heat of the moment, but the men inside reached out and pulled Lord back into the house and shut the door. Amen. They shut the door. So now, Lot was inside and Lot's problems were outside. That's all. And this is the same thing that the Lord can do in your life. When you give him time, when you give him the trust, he can shut all your problems outside and you stay peacefully with him inside. Amen. Then, if you go to verse 11, then they struck the men who were at the door of the house, young and old, with blindness, so that none of them could find the door. The Lord will always protect you. He will always protect you because you are His. He will always protect you. Finished, period. That's it. Don't even worry. They couldn't find the door. None of your problems will find the door to your life if you let the Lord be your defendant. And if we continue, the two men, that's verse 12, the two men say to Lord, do you have anyone else here, sons in laws, sons or daughters or anyone else in the city who belongs to you? Get them out of here. The Lord was keeping Lot a step ahead of all his enemies and all the problems that were about to come to Sodom and Gomorrah. Why? Because the Lord treasures him. Because Lot was a child of the Lord. Because Lot was doing a good thing for the Lord. Amen. And if we continue once more, 14. So Lot went out and spoke to his sons in law who were pledged 
to marry his daughters. He said, hurry and get out of this place because the Lord is about to destroy the city. But his sons-in-law thought he was joking. So many times we take the Lord's message for a joke one way or the other. We always take it for a joke. Amen. Because so many people are there. Because so many people are doing it. Just because so many people are doing it, it doesn't make it right. So we have to learn to take God's message seriously. We have to learn to take the word seriously. My favorite verse of today definitely has to be verse 16. When he insisted, the man grasped his hand and the hands of his wife and of his two daughters and led them safely out of the city, for the Lord was merciful to them. Just just take a moment and, I don't know. The Lord was merciful to them, period. The Lord was merciful to them. And he was still there, confused, hesitating. The Lord grasped their hand and gave them the direction. So if you ever find yourself in a condition that you do not know, that you cannot explain, get on your knees and ask God to direct you. Ask God to show you the right way and clearly he will because we serve a merciful loving God and verse 21 he said to him very well I will grant this request too I will not overthrow the town you speak of now here a lot was talking to God he was telling God God I can't run the mountains at this age of mine I'm going to be swept off but there's a small town there I can reach that town at least spare that town in that way you'll spare me once again the God of Abraham the God of Abel the God of Noah listens he says okay very well I will grant you this request get time to converse with the Lord He's going to listen to you. He listens to all of us. And when you reach verse 26, at last wife looked back and she became a pillar of salt. Clearly the angel had told them, do not look back. So what, did, what does Lot's wife do? She looks back and what happens? She turns into a pillar of salt because she was disobedient and with disobedience comes consequences. We have all seen the cases of disobedience with Cain and the people of Sodom and Gomorrah. Do not be disobedient. Why? There is a consequence. Be obedient. Be fruitful. And that's what I had for you today. Feel free, sit down, read Genesis chapter 19, understand, internalize, and 
Yeah. The Lord can use one word to send a thousand messages. Tell us what you have learned. Send us an email at dailychriswithalan at yahoo.com or send us a direct message on Instagram or Twitter at dailygracewithalan. We really love to hear from you. But much love, God, I want to thank you for the gift of life. I want to thank you for the gift of provision. I want to thank you for everything. I want to thank you so much that you're always willing to listen to and be merciful to us, that you're always been showing us the direction where to go. Father, we pray for the spirit of obedience and we pray that may you always be there to guide us in all our plans and all our actions. Let them start with you and let them end with you. We always believing and trusting in your mighty name and that of your son, Jesus Christ, who strengthens us. Amen.